The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We'll keep you updated on the uh, the smoking marijuana mm. business going on at City Hall. I think today is their last day before they break for summer holidays. It is. So do you want to? Do you want? Uh, you know. You want to bet what's going to happen? I'll bet you what's going to happen. They'll uh, put it aside. They'll ask for a report to come back in a to month. To come back in a month and take a look at yeah. it because they're nowhere near an agreement, and there's a lot of different ideas. Mm-hmm. So when they do that. Uh, we'll take a look at when it. And we know what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Again. You know, do you want to do this real quick? Maybe it's a nothing thing, but it's a city as well. I just mentioned it to you. but So Edmonton residents are being asked to weigh in on the distance yeah. between liquor stores. Uh, it's an online survey. Um, now, you'll recall in 2007, Edmonton zoning bylaw changed. It required new liquor stores to be at least 500 meters away from existing liquor stores. And the purpose really at the time was to further limit... The number of liquor stores in areas like White Avenue, Jasper, Stony Plain Road, that kind of thing. Then in 2016, a council made another change that allows more than one liquor store in newer neighborhoods. The 500-meter limit remains in mature neighborhoods. Last year, somebody actually took them to court, and the Alberta Court of Appeal upheld the zoning regulations. So if you want to weigh in on that, I don't understand it. it, it, I I shouldn't say I don't understand it. They don't want these areas to be liquor store, liquor store, liquor store, liquor store, liquor gonna, store. Yeah. I, I was going to say, who's going to set up right beside another liquor store? But it does happen. It I does guess. happen. Yeah. Here's the thing. Was leaving um, Hart's Table, it was a restaurant, wedding mm. day, yeah, coming yeah. back out. So, you know, we're looking at uh, Rabbit Hill Road, 23rd Avenue, yeah. that intersection. Mm-hmm. So think about that. There's the there's the big gym. Um, there's the the little shops there. Yeah, there's the OJ's liquor and whatnot. Store. But there's a Sobeys liquor store on the northwest corner. Mm-hmm. Vines is on the northeast corner. That's right. There's a liquor depot on the southeast corner, and there is now a new store opening up in those shops on the southwest store. There's going to be four right. on any on any corner on that uh, block. So I understand now the, the desire next to diversify. One, yeah. <laughs> listen to me knowing where they all are. That's but, weird. you know, you look, so you go further down, you go further down Rabbit Hill Road, there's a big, I think it's a wine and beyond or something like that. You go further down yes. um, Riverbend Road or well, Rabbit Hill Road and you're into White Mud and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But th- those four right there, I was really quite surprised to see that. I, I, I understand that to make blocks more attractive for the city that, that that it makes sense to say that we don't want every other store or every store to be a liquor store so i get it um but i i guess you know what my hesitation is is in the city telling people what they should what business they should run and i, I guess that's my problem like what i say business I, they should run or how they should run their business both really i mean so it, there's a liquor store on the corner and i want to put a liquor store right next to it or a kitty corner to yeah. it and the city says you can't because there's a bylaw and i think well i'll take my chances so if you have like a uh what's a better word than crappy if you have a uh you a know, crappy store. Yeah, that you know doesn't have a great selection, yeah. and somebody wants to open Kitty Corner to you, and their ultimate plan is to have you close down mm-hmm. because they're going to offer a better store. 
isn't that good for yeah. the community or the, well, the block? I'll be honest with you. Um, all three, well, I, I haven't been to the new store. I'm not sure it's quite open yet, but I've I've been to every one of those stores, hmm. uh, depending on which mall area that I'm in. Yeah. You know, so if I'm going to get some groceries, oh, I'll just pop into the liquor de- depot. If I'm at uh, OJ's or picking up some cu- cupcakes or if I want to go see, uh, you know, Dave and, and the gang at Vines, I'll go in there. Whitey works. <laughs> That's where Gord Whitehead is. Uh, oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah, he does some scotch tasting stuff. He does some work in there. I yeah. didn't know that. And the Sobeys, depending if, you know, if I'm coming from the dollar store. You know, it all depends yeah, on where like you are. Like you've ever been inside a oh, dollar store. I, I got stuff for the wedding from the dollar store. Oh, actually, that does make sense. Yeah. I love dollar stores. I love the dollar store. There's a lot of good stuff in there. I was going to say all the... But anyway, what I'm saying is that... But you're right. All the liquor that we buy for the Ebda Comedy Festival comes from that Sobeys liquor store. It's in our neighborhood. It's got the basic stuff that we need. And uh, we can get our liquor license where you can, anywhere. But if we're looking for a specific... Say we're going to McDonald's and we want to bring Kevin... A bottle of the Greenweisers. Right, right. Then we go to the uh, Windermere, whatever that is, and uh, because they'll have it. Yep. Right, so they 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 yeah. both offer different things. So part of me was saying when you say okay, within five hundred meters, five hundred meters is awfully close. Why would another store set up beside a store only five hundred meters away? And I look at this little map that I've just drawn, and I've, I've drawn, and oh, I've yeah. been to every one of them, depending it, on yeah. which complex I'm in. Well, so it depends depending on, on which I'm, direction you're driving. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But still, to me, it's a little mind-boggling that there are four liquor stores. Four of any stores selling the same thing doesn't matter if yeah. it's booze or whatever it was, but four of the exact four of the stores selling the exact same thing right on the same intersection. But, you know, let me let me ask you this: You like uh, Banff and Jasper? I like Jasper. Okay, but you can go store to store in mm, Banff. See the same old stuff. Everybody's selling yep. the same stuff. Yeah. So then it becomes you know which one's less busy. You go into that one, or which one has an mm-hmm. ice cream counter. The other one, you know, whatever. But they all survive, and I don't think it makes Banff well, any less. But I think that, interesting. But, but that what's the difference about that is that's tourist driven. Driven. You True. have people who are looking for moose pellets or t-shirts and, and that sort of stuff. I don't buy anything moose when I'm in. Moose pellets. The chocolate covered, the moose droppings, the chocolate oh. covered, they look like <laughs> moose droppings. Oh. Um, um, you know, you have people who are willing to go to each store. I, I'm not I'm not buying anything in Jasper. I'm not buying anything in Banff. So what if it was bookstores instead? What if they said there can't be a bookstore mm. within 500 meters of a bookstore? It just seems, it just seems weird silly. to pick a particular... Yeah type of retailer and say, no, the city's going to let you know whether or not you can open up a liquor mm-hmm. store. But they wouldn't do it for a clothing store, a bookstore. They wouldn't yeah. do it for any other kind of store. Huh. I just want, can I just rewind to the Banff yeah. Jasper thing a little sure. bit? Sure. Um, I like going into stores in Banff and asking if they know anywhere I can get fudge or a sweatshirt. <laughs> I haven't heard that before, mister. <laughs> Their heads explode. <laughs> um I'm not sure if it was surprising or not surprising. So when we were in Jasper last week, um, the service in the restaurants that we were at, and I'm not saying all of them, but Mm -hmm. the service that we were in the restaurants, and typically we kind of show up the same places because it has a good view or something like that. But it's really bad. The service was bad? The service. The service is poor. And I don't know if it's just because... um, If it's because it's a tourist town or if it's the the people that are hired there they're kind of in and out i don't know what it was but it was hmm. remarkably poor service well what what made it poor length just, of just, time um 
no, thumbs the in the soup. Like we're at a beer place, one of the places, and your coach says these guys aren't really interested in selling much beer for a beer place. Well, in their defense, you no, cannot get on. beer fast enough to YouTube. <laughs> no, but having said that, it's just you wait five to ten minutes for the initial contact. Initial contact. Mm, hate that. You know, um, and not coming back around to check, and it wasn't like it was a very very busy place at that time. Anyway, it was, uh, and I don't know if that's, but I think we've seen... For a tourist-driven town? For a tourist-driven town, but I think we've seen that oftentimes when we've talked about it on this show about about service, even in general, in, in yeah, general yeah, that it has dropped off uh, remarkably. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who's on the phone? Who? I think it's the mayor of Bonneville. Hey. Hey, Gene, hey, how are you? Not bad. I haven't talked to you guys in a long time. It's Gene Sobolewski, the uh, mayor of Bonneville. Thanks for listening. Uh, You want to talk liquor stores? Well, you guys got a fantastic little topic, and that's that's something that we wrestle with, because in our community, we've got actually a lot of liquor stores that pop up, and, and, uh, you know, some residents complain. But the bottom line that we take as, as, uh, as municipal leaders is that we're not going to enter into that little foray of, who is established or who is allowed to do what. If, they, if people are saying that they do their own marketing plan, that's the one thing we, mm-hmm. we accept, that they have to say, they, if, if there's too many liquor stores, like you were talking about on one corner, they're the ones that are going to take the risk, not us. But, I, but we don't want to get into that, that, that bottomless pit of who do we allow and who don't mm-hmm. we, what do we or what don't we? Do we allow a certain concentration? That's something that in a free market society, we allow the markets to determine that, not us. And if, and if we have eight in our community, we got seven or eight liquor stores, and if they all survive, good for them. But if they don't, well, then uh, somebody didn't do their market analysis. Yeah. yeah, and you know, here's the thing. I'm not a councilman or a mayor or anything like that, but uh, the other risk you run by regulating that is that somebody could open, I could open a store and sell one bottle of liquor, and that would prevent anyone else from coming in within 500 meters of me and actually putting together a good store. Precisely. Like, say, for example, you could have somebody with specialty scotches or something mm-hmm. like this. And, and uh, so, so we've, our council has decided to take the tactic, no, the market is going to determine. They take the risk. They buy and, and, and uh, the property. They, they make all the investments. It's their risk. And we're not about to say what you can and can't do simply because, um, you know, we want to start, I, I don't want to call it micromanaging, but but micro-developing. Yeah. That market has to determine that. Hey, uh, how many liquor stores do you have in Bonneville? That's what I said. We've got about seven or eight. How many uh, bookstores? We've got a good concentration. Uh, one, one and a half. <laughs> That's the same as Stetler. It just always makes me laugh. We go camping in old McDonald's, we take a trip into Stetler, and it's like, is that nine liquor stores and one? <laughs> but if they're all surviving, good on them. Hey, but if they're all, that's exactly if they're all surviving and they're paying the taxes. So, yeah. what part to them? Uh, question for you. Are you wrestling yeah. with the, uh, the, the uh, smoking, the, the usage of, of, of pot? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And one of the things that we're trying to get from the province is whether it's a regulated substance or not. Because, like, say, for example, the regulated alcohol, you can't go walking down the street and, uh, and chug a beer or, or a glass of wine. And that, that's a regulated substance. But at point of sale, the province is saying it's non-regulated. And we're looking at hmm. uh, nothing within 150 meters of your parks and schools and things like that. 
um, and, uh, and distances that we really want the province or the federal government to step up, and really it's a vacant hole right now, because we don't know what the what the federal government, what the fine tuning and what the fine print is going to be in in some of the regulations. Well, how about uh, how about Greyhound? Is that having an effect on you? A little bit, yes, because uh, Parcel and and uh, but we they they pulled service from us for a while. So okay. Red Arrow and, and a couple of others have sort of stepped up to fill the gap. Hmm. All right. Mayor Jean Sobleski calling in from Bonnyville this afternoon. Hey. Thanks so much. Thank you. We, you've got, you've you, got several listeners who would like you to run for mayor in Edmonton. <laughs> 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 okay. You give it. You give it some thought. I'll. I'll. I'll manage that campaign for you. Put that in your cap and think about it. That's just a little perspective in the world. Yeah. Thanks, for Gene. Sure. Great Appreciate to hear it. from you. Thank you so much. Alrighty. Thank you. Do you know uh, Jay Lynn? Mm-hmm. You okay? Yes. All right. Uh, we, as we often say when we're talking to Todd Hirsch, uh, mm-hmm. our. Uh, ATB financial economist. Chief economist. Chief economist and, and vice, vice president. president. Don't forget that. And Vice car- President of Looking Good. and Yeah, and karaoke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we often say cause and effect in economics, right? And with all of uh, with all the conversation about where you're going to be able to... <laughs> How weird was that? <laughs> Andrew's chair just dropped a foot. Did you push a button? I didn't even stop talking. I literally dropped a foot. He's like that little guy looking over the wall. It reminded me of being five years old and trying to buy a plastic soldier at the drugstore. Put little hands up on the table, but I kept talking. If not for the fact that you lost it, nobody would have known. Oh. It didn't even make a noise. It did make a noise. It was a, like, ka-chunk. Oh, there you go. Okay, so start over. Cause and effect. That's <laughs> So with all the talk about where we can smoke yeah. uh, cigarettes, where we can smoke marijuana, and where we can open <sighs> liquor stores, mm. just those three, imagine the economic benefit to individuals who sell measuring tapes because we are all going to need to own one to figure mm. out where the 15 meters from the door is, where the 150 meters from the park is, where the school is, the playground equipment, the other liquor store. We're going to be measuring the crap out of this over the next several years. Well, and that's the thing that they were talking about at the city council meeting that Eileen played the clip not too long ago. So if someone is <laughs> lighting up a big fatty yeah. in Harlick Park at the very back somewhere, nowhere near any kids, is there mm-hmm. going to be someone who's going to be there to jump out go surprise well, they'll, here I they'll am they'll have no. to be a bylaw enforcement officer or police officer they'll have to uh, they carry many items on their belts already but they'll have to holster a measuring tape they, it'll have to come out and you know it, it seems those things are dangerous uh, I yes measuring tapes uh, oh yeah who hasn't caught their finger and one? yeah exactly I, I just feel like sometimes if you try and get too specific about any kind of ro- mm-hmm. a law regulation that you end up losing the intent. It's like the the neighborhood that we were talking about in BC where they got rid of uh, no chalk no drawing, chalk drawing, no, drawing, no riding, right. No street hockey. But their original intent was to make the 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 curve that went into their neighborhood less dangerous for the children. That was their intent. Yeah. And then they get mixed up in, you know, well, let's get it down to something that's absolutely finite in terms of what the regulation is. And then we place it on the shoulders of law enforcement mm-hmm. and bylaw mm-hmm. enforcement to try and enforce, yeah. which they're not able to do. And, and I think and a counselor I, said, you know, like you just <sighs> said, what if you fire up a big fatty in the bar in the back acre yeah. of wherever, wherever, like who's going to come running out of the trees with a tape measure? So I guess the thing is, is that 
Oftentimes what ends up happening, though, is then when something goes wrong, a kid gets hit as someone is coming around that corner in that neighborhood in B.C. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we should have had this before. Um, right, yeah. You know, but, you know, somebody just asked, and you're actually the better person to answer this, not me. Really, how does someone smoking cannabis affect you personally? See, to me, it doesn't at all. But you don't like being around smokers in general because you don't like the smoke. I, I don't I don't mind it if we're outside as much, but if I'm in a, conf- a confined space in a house or right. something, that, that it becomes too much. Or in a bar, I, I don't like that. And therein lies the problem for any government, because you can't regulate manners. That, well, because I'm not going to fire up a cigarette in your kitchen. I'm not no. going to blow smoke yeah, in your face no, on the deck. You all know that that's where you go right, when you're because at Because it bothers house, you, and right? And you actually so, asked at the wedding, where's the smoking area? Yeah, is, and you accommodated yep. the smokers in yep. an area and we were happy yeah, with it. two different areas it turned yeah. out to be. But having said that, I think... Well, I opened the second area. Yeah, and, it was and I found all the... I, we cleaned up all the butts afterwards. No, no. All our butts went in that little container. Every no, single one. No, the butt one. over by the... In the sand by the the brown box over by the porta potties. No, that's not us. That wasn't us. Well, someone did it. Doesn't yeah, matter. It, it doesn't us. matter. It doesn't matter because all of your butts, you know, the silver bucket. That's where they go. Yeah, we went and sat but by I'm the silver about, bucket. You know, when you talk about it, there's a number of people we that think would about. Never dare throw a butt down on your grass. Are you kidding me? <laughs> is the um, is the health impact? Is mm-hmm. secondhand smoke right? And what impact yeah. is that having? Yep. On on people's lungs and, and whatnot. There's, there's the this, smell, there's the health. And you're you're going to need radar. You're going to oh, need experienced gosh. radar operators be... to try and triangulate the distance between the various yeah. things in order to say that this is the safe yeah. space. If everyone was just courteous to everyone else around them, the answer to your question, listener, is I don't care if you smoke cannabis. Personally, don't even care if you do it right beside me. I would just prefer you didn't do it before I had to go to work because it's going to cling to my clothes and then there's already enough questions about me here that I don't want to add that uncertainty to it. Because I don't smoke marijuana. That went just down a black hole, that one did. <laughs> the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.